everybody, and welcome to the Ming and Mike Show, broadcasting from Podcast Detroit. The mothership. I know, Mike, we got you out. Holy crap. You know, Ming, we've stolen so many ideas. I know, but this has got to be the these guys. It's this not is theft oh, of Ming. It's theft of Ming is not telling you he's using your stuff. Hey. That's technically theft. But I, I love it here. This is Dave. Thank you so much for having us. This Good is, artists borrow, great artists steal, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. We, hey, no, I didn't say we weren't great, Ming. I'm just saying we're thieves. No, no to be fair, <laughs> can't, can't we just put this back on you and say that we kind of inspired you in the podcasting world? No. Okay. No, you can't. By, uh, no. That hesitation. He's like, uh, no. No, fuck what you guys. What are you not? Yeah. No, in fact, no, as, as I recall, we ran into you guys. We did. Uh, so we were, was a fa- you know, we're going to be sure, at Fantastic sure, on this right. weekend. Yeah. This one was the one up at... Uh, uh, the Dirt Mall, yes. uh, Gibraltar Trade Center. Yes, Mount Pleasant, um, Michigan. And, and you saw Mike's and were like, ooh, ooh podcast. <laughs> All right, so we had no influence on you This whatsoever. was, what, two or three years ago? Okay, what about Kevin? Did Kevin have an influence? Uh, wow, you're stretching here, I'm man. I'm totally stretching. Oh, my God. Seriously. Um, honestly, not much. I mean, our whole thing, like, we had no intention okay, of doing okay. a show until a friend of a friend built out a studio and guilt tripped us. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, so we have, we have no, nothing. All right, I'm Absolutely totally stretching here. nothing, man. I am grasping... One hundred percent. But I mean, you know, the, but you know, the the relationship loosely goes back twenty odd years to it back does. when the Stash Bash opened, and right. you know, I'd, I'd built the website for that. Yes, yakking he with did. you yeah, back on the view skew boards, and yeah, he, did. he was there All right. back I, on the boards. So you, you're an OG. I was. He's an OG. Yes, always was, and always will be. Echo Dave. That's oh wow. <laughs> that, I remember you. I used to give you shout outs on the Helper <laughs> yeah. Monkey Cam. Yes, exactly. For those of you who don't know what the Helper Monkey Cam is. Go to hell. I don't, I'm, not t- I'm not explaining it here. Yeah. So uh, after, I believe it was after Motor City Comic Con 2016, yep. I came and I saw your first studio. And I was awed yep. by that. It was a one-room place. But I, what I loved is the community that you had built there. Yep. We we podcasted, but you had a couple of your other podcasts yep. jump in as well. I think one had a wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. And you and, and Bob Waltenspiel were there. Yeah. And but I loved uh, there was a podcast going on right when I got there, and we were waiting for them to finish up. Yeah, so you're like sit back, watch the Tigers game, have right? Here, just chill out for a little bit. And I was been, like, I love this. Some some consistent, yeah. So from the, from one studio to five yeah. studios, we've always had a TV, we've always had beer, yeah. We've always had you know art and crap on the walls yeah. and Comic Con consistency. So, yeah, yeah we've, we've got Diet Coke. <laughs> Ming, you've got booze. I do. Have we booze. we have a liquor cabinet. Oh yeah, cheers! Very yeah. impressive. Hey, man, that was also inspired by yours. I am um, show fuel. Yeah, that's how we refer fuel. to okay. it. We'll do it. We'll do a side by side of like your liquor cabinet, which is probably what about fifty bottles at this point, and ours, which is like close to ten. Uh, but mine, mine is all the mine is all the top shelf stuff. You go with what works. Yeah, we got to get we got to get some cheap stuff in there because like we're gonna be. Well, that's what, that's what you see. The, the, you keep the more expensive stuff out, and that's immediately what people go for. Yeah. Well, what you do is you just up. keep the really expensive bottles out, and you fill it with the uh, you know, right. four roses and all sorts of <laughs> yeah, crap. Yeah, I might literally like single barrel four roses, like Lagavulin 16-year. I'm like, dude, i got to lock that stuff up. Oh, yeah. No, well, it cracks me up. The So we've got the, the Stormtrooper head to right. canter out there, yes. and we keep it filled with Kessler. Oh, okay. So you switch. Uh, you did the— you can't, did can't keep it full. Yeah. People apparently now love Kessler, right? Because it's coming out of Stormtrooper, you know, Grandpa head. whiskey, because it's in the Stormtrooper. Head. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, just grab some old Granddad and put it into the 
the Hellboy uh, cinnamon whiskey. Right. Uh, yeah. There you go. And just a l- little shot of, a uh, little, little dash of uh, McCormick's cinnamon in there. I love You're that good. you guys pulled the, the Folgers challenge, the Folgers switch with your liquor here. <laughs> That's great. Remember the flavor crystals? Of uh-huh. course. Remember people were like, what if I course. told you it's just instant? Yeah. yeah. What if I told you it's just <laughs> shitty liquor? Wow. Yeah, some people, people are like I. I don't give a shit. I'm drinking out of a stormtrooper's head. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Mike, um, so I saw their old facility, but they brought me here right when it was being built out. Yes, Dave was telling me outside that you were like uh, you were drooling. I was because I saw you. Know, you guys have pretty much a full at that kit. point the potential. Yeah, so much potential. First of all, you're isolated. You have your own basically mm-hmm. your own one story building here, which is cool because no one else can bug you. And it does help. You have full access to. You can do whatever you want here. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then I came. You have pretty much a full kitchen. Yep. And then your own bathroom, which I, I you know, I've, I want my own. bathroom. He envies the bathroom. Apparently. Your own bathroom. <laughs> You've got a bidet. We because we have. Yes, a, we we do have the dog bath. <laughs> I don't know why that giant yeah, thing yeah, is in there, but whatever. It could be a human. Especially bath. Especially since this used to be an accounting firm. I don't know what. I don't know if they were like getting rid of bodies in that tub or Probably. what was going on. You never. <laughs> you, you don't know. You don't care. Yeah, don't ask. Don't it tell. It could be a human yeah. bath. Like if you crouch down enough yeah. and. I'm sure, Ming, if sure. you'd like. <laughs> yes. But I wanted my own bathroom. Like, right now we have a shared bathroom on the third floor of our building. Which is, uh, you know. It's awful. In, it's, it's perfect because we're a shared universe. It's, so it's, it's awful. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> no, I it's god awful. Dude, you weren't there. I came in. The toilet had overflowed. There are feces on the floor. And I called our building manager. I'm like, "Ah, oh, hey, hey, uh, could you could you get down there and clean this shit up? Like literally, quite literally, dude. Yeah. Could you clean this shit up?" And I came back two hours later. It hadn't been cleaned up yet. And like, I was like, I was dry heaving, dude. I just <sighs> you so use the the ladies' room and I could have, I guess you should have. Yeah, it was bad. And then blocked up that one. It was because I know you're probably to blame for the blockage. No, I didn't. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I block block up my own toilets at home. It was not me. It was definitely not me. All right. I'm just making sure. So uh, now that you've had a chance to see the place, Mike, is there anything anything else we can steal? Oh, there's – I've been (laughs) taking pictures. We're good. I took video. Did I send you the video last time? uh, No, you didn't. I thought I did. No, I – and I would have watched that. This place is amazing. We got plenty to steal. Don't worry. Thanks, Dave. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't see it for anyone watching or listening, but uh, Podcast Trait, it's a four-studio facility. Yep. All contained within one building. They, they have a storage room as well, which they could easily turn into a fifth studio if they, they had to. Um, but it's great. We're – not there yet, but we will be getting to the point where we're like, dude, we need more space. So. And we'll also be at a, a point where we want to have, uh, you know, just shit drying on the floor in the communal bathroom. <laughs> so that's <laughs> goals. Have to look forward you got to have goals. goals. <laughs> yes. Baby steps. That's what um, we're talking communal about. Communal bathroom. Yes. <laughs> communal it's, bathroom. It's not ideal. The, the advantage is it's, it's cheap. Yeah. Although I was like, man, I... I wonder what rents in Royal Oak are, and I'm thinking they're not that bad. Here. Well, dude, it's like I told you. I mean, it, you know, yeah, we could have gone crazier than this, but you don't we, don't, we don't push. Yeah. We get pulled. So when we need more, yeah. we'll go get more, yeah. and we'll figure it out then. Genius. That's and, the best way to go. Uh, I like that you guys also do outside events, which we're also going to steal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you dude, did all a, the meetups are amazing. You did a podcast or meetup yep. or last night yep. at, at a brewery that you just bought. Yeah. You know, talk about ballers here. They brought. They just bought a brewery. I know. Dave was telling me outside. He's like, "Yeah, we just bought a brewery." I'm yeah, like, no big deal. How the fuck do we get that? <laughs> we're, we're nowhere near that level, Ming. 
No, we tr- and we're on TV. You know, we the hell's wrong with you? We can't even go to a brewery. <laughs> no, we're not allowed anymore. Yeah, uh, but how did the meetup go last night? Oh, it was great. We had a. So I mean, probably about half the people that showed up were on our network, and okay, then the cool. other half weren't, which is how we like it. Yeah. Um, you know, because that you know we don't we don't want to be an echo chamber. You right. know, so I mean, it was just a lot of good conversations. I mean, we probably picked up a few new shows last that's night. Awesome. People, and that's. I mean, it, we're not completely altruistic for right. you know for doing it. I mean, there is some marketing that goes along with it. Sure, but I mean, yeah. that's that's part of the point. Like you were saying, you know, when once people see that community and talk to some of the shows, you know, yes. that are on our network and find out what we really have. Yeah, here how much that fun kind of it stuff. is. That's that's like, the I, I want to come play. That's exactly <laughs> it. Um, my wife just started a podcast with her friend, and she's been resisting for a long time. She likes coming on to the Ming and Mike show, but resisting having her own thing. Just and use the standard have a couple glasses of wine and relax line. Or no, I said just. <laughs> Go. It's like free therapy, and it's it's something that I do, and and I want to share it with you. Yeah. So, what, what was holding her back? Uh, just fear. Yeah, pretty much. Not not. Fear. I wouldn't say fear. Fear because does not exist in the studio. Does it? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say fear because uh, I'm Pain afraid. Of, I'm afraid of my does wife. Not okay. Exist so in the studio, you know, does it defeat? <laughs> as we all should. Does be. not exist as, in the studio. As does a, it? a very good husband, I would say the greatest husbands in the world. Fear their wives. So, hey man, my my grandfather gave me uh, some great advice. He said, "He said, Dave, I'm going to tell you. He said, um, a man should always have uh, the last word in an argument with his wife. In fact, they should be two words, and those are either I'm sorry or yes, dear. Yes, exactly, <laughs> perfect. And that's that's what happened. So, um, and she realizes that podcasting's addictive. You get addicted oh, to podcasting because you want to be in front of that microphone. Well, and you want to get your voice uh-huh. out there. It's great for guys like us, then. Yes. <laughs> Who, uh, you know, it put, podcasting puts food on the table. Yes. Well, I mean, not well, so. Or, not or yet, but puts turds it. on the floor of the communal bathroom. <laughs> that, so. we, that we pay a monthly rent for. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad. Don't so. we, because um, I remember we negotiated one pay, one price for rent, and then they're like, hey, um, we're attacking a little more for a maintenance, right? Like a maintenance fee. Yeah, they did. So we're so like, all that, right, great. So where's that maintenance? Yeah. Yeah, where's the maintenance fee going? Uh, so I, so I step in shit in the bathroom? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's drying on the floor in the communal bathroom. That's where your maintenance fee goes, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's, but uh, we've had a couple of mishaps in sure. our place. So I heard uh, podcasting saved your studio on New Year's Eve. Podcasting saved the building. Yeah. Yes. We saved the building. Yes, we did. <laughs> had we not, had you not decided you wanted to podcast that day? Yeah. Actually, the wife had, had my wife not said, you know what? New Year's Day is, generally speaking, what you do for the rest mm-hmm. of the year. So let's podcast. And so we went there and water. Streaming. Beautiful. Yeah. Now our follow-up podcaster from the Vegan Booster Club, yes. uh, Kendra Arnold, says the ladies' bathroom's fine. So, Oh, pin- nice. So, Ming, just a, put on a dress and in, get in there in, and do your business. In a pinch, or if you have to pinch, <laughs> oh, use the well, ladies' bathroom. However you choose to self-identify. Yeah. By the way, uh, the Vegan Booster Club, Kendra Arnold, I have you to thank for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, you referred them over yeah. to us. And their last session, they came and whipped out five in a row, dude. It awesome. was amazing. I, I really, my hat's off to them. They were amazing. That's like we've got a, what is it, Shot of History uh, does their show here, and they do the same thing. Yeah. They block like five or six hours. And just go. Bang out, you know, six, seven, eight episodes. Just, uh, yeah, more power to them. Especially since it's called Shot of History, so they're drinking while they're doing the show. Oh, my. So 
the sixth episode, fifth episode, somewhere around there, things start to get a little loose and fuzzy. And then, <laughs> right, let me tell you, the, yeah, just, yeah, John of Arc. You better, and Mike, she's she's she's, she's a honey. on fire. Mike, you think, uh, you think you're better than me? Yeah, you than me? I know I'm better than no, you. No, you're not better yes, than me. Yes, I am. Yeah. So, so your wife yeah. started her podcast. So she started a podcast. Now she's finding how it, addictive it is, and she does it every Sunday. So uh, Jules and Janine shows on our our network. So we're, awesome. we're seven happy. episodes in. Yeah. seven episodes strong. And I told her consistency, consistency, mm-hmm. consistency. That's, and it it is addictive. And I was I was just having this conversation with somebody last night that there were three weeks when we were down at uh, the first place down in the Russell Industrial Center. Three weeks in a row that we couldn't do our show. Mm-hmm. And this was like maybe oh, maybe six, eight months after we started. Two was because, well, the building didn't have power. Um, one was because some idiot stabbed a sheriff's deputy in the neck. Uh, and, oh. and his cousin had a studio on the same floor as us. So SWAT had the building shut down. Oh, so God. we couldn't God do that. Six. Oh. But those three weeks, man, I got bitchy. Oh, yeah. Because th- this is. This is an outlet. It's a it's a great way to just – it's a mental reset. It's a, It's a purge. Sure. I love it. I love it. Yeah, ther- therapy all the way. Yeah. Makes us better men, gentlemen. Mike therapy. Podcasting. <laughs> it makes us men. It makes us I gen- don't know if it's my therapy. Yeah, I, I like to share with everybody. Makes us gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. All right. So um, This, man. This yes. is what makes men, man. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, want, I wanted to speak out on something today, Mike. Perhaps uh, you, you want- sound like you've got a bee in your bonnet perhaps, there, Ming. Perhaps you want to join me. Uh, Dave, um, have you heard about the situation with Stan Lee? Uh, his any? health? Yes. Yes. Well, his health. He's also going Partially. through a lot of drama right now, where uh, his longtime manager Max uh, had been let go after about fifteen years. Ooh. Uh, a lot of his staff has been let go. It's um, seems like he's in isolation right now. Uh, from what I hear, they've taken his cell phone, and they pretty much uh, from right here, his daughter has isolated him from the from any of his friends and, f- and other like con family. Oh, what could possibly be friends. skeevy about that? And he's 95. Apparently, he's suffering through a bottom of pneumonia right now and not really getting any medical treatment. And people are worried. People are And rightly so. Uh, a lot of uh, people in the comic industry have spoken out. Neil Adams has spoken out. Right. Uh, uh, J. Scott Campbell. J. Scott and Campbell has I, spoken I, out. Cosplayer Ivy Doom Kitty, who's a friend of ours. Yeah, it, it's very... It and was, Max is actually a friend of ours. It's very weird. So uh, this all started with an article in the Daily Mail. That's a UK rag yep. that uh, basically painted Max as a thug and a you know a bad guy who was possibly trying to steal Stan's money. And If he had wanted to do that, he would have done that years ago. Sure. I mean, you get the the smart thing is to get in and get out, right? You know, if you're a thief, if yeah. you're a thief, yeah, yeah, you don't hang around really, for fifteen. You years. don't really play the long game for no. fifteen. No, years. Yeah. no, no. This is not <laughs> exactly. He is not. Stanley is not the long con guy that you want to. No, no, because Stan is, and and we've we know Max. We've met Max, and yeah, let's talk out about. Uh, I'm. I'm I throw my support behind Max. Yeah, well, as right well. to 2012, we first met Max when <laughs> Stan Lee was on Comic Book Man in 2012, and Max came down with him. Um, he's, he's, he was pretty much with Stan like 24 uh, seven. Made sure he went to all his doctor's appointments, got him to all the conventions, uh, acted as a barrier between overzealous fan and Stan. And there are many. No. Yeah. In this world? I, <laughs> obnoxious fans? What? Uh, made sure standing and screwed over in business dealings. Uh, set up the Stanley Collectibles uh, merchandise booth at the conventions. Uh, basically, I'll stand 
not only meet fans, but make a lot of money while doing it. Because pre-Max, Stan got screwed out of the, remember the, the uh, what did he create? The, um, oh my God, Stripperella? Yes. With, with uh, what's her face? Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And that was, they got, he got screwed out of royalties. Sure. And he, I mean, this is pre-Max. Yes. So Max came in and he, he was dealing with, with people sure. and making sure that Stan wasn't getting screwed because, I mean, Stan's up in years yeah. and uh, it, does he have much contact with his family, Ming? I mean, do you, do you know I, about other this? Other than, yeah, and you know, his wife just died too. So yeah. That, yeah. that was a crushing blow. Joni, of course. She was. But as far as I know, the only other family he has is his daughter who has been orchestrating these odd moves. Yes, so. which is um, kind of heinous. Yeah, so basically his family was Max. Max treated, I, I saw them as, uh, you know, they worked very well together. They were, uh, they've been described as kind of like a father-son relationship as well. Yes. And... That's that's what I saw. I saw Max, you know, fight tooth and nail to make sure Stan was taken care of. Uh, we saw this firsthand. Yeah, um, he's been on the show twice. He was well. First time he was on the show, we had those douchebag producers. Yeah, and Max was like, "Get this." Uh, we we were all like, "Hey, assholes, let's let's get this show on the road so Stan can get the hell out of right, here." Right, he's getting tired. Dude's yeah. old. Yeah, like you and know, these stop are douchebag producers, and their name they, is Wade, uh, Jerry, and <laughs> name oh yeah, Wade and Jerry, and hopefully they're not working anywhere near <laughs> comics yeah. anymore. They, they got fired. It all got taken care of. And, yeah, uh, they did. And seven, seven seasons later, we're all good. But well, um, <laughs> some of us still have some bones to pick. But that's beside <laughs> the point. Not that there's anything lurking just underneath us. Exactly. No, and not. since Brian Johnson's not here, I mean, to to you know, yeah, scrape now, over yeah. that scab. But not only did Max do that, he was uh, you know, a a. a Companion, pretty much. Right, he was. Uh, he made sure that. Stan, so yeah, he he. If he could, you know, pick up Stan and carry him someplace, I he heard, would have. I heard that he did. I have no I doubt that he it, has. I at at cons, I, you know, he made sure he had a couch. He could take a nap between signings. Just all kinds of stuff. So. He would commandeer the um, those Green golf room. carts they take you yeah, around yeah. in. Yeah, and he would drive Stan places, and you're like, wow, seems that's... like a pretty good guy with Stan's best interest at heart. Yeah, yeah. you would think, right? Yeah. yeah, took care of him. Yeah, some people don't. Yeah, and uh, last last year at Emerald City Comic Con, uh, they needed an extra help, so I actually worked with Stan and Max, and so you know, I was kind of behind the scenes. Kind of cool. I saw nothing but care and respect. So I saw no abuse or any of this other crap they're talking about. No, so. not at all, and we. At Stan Lee's Comic Con, we 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 were the there, and we moderated the panel for Stan and Todd McFarlane. We did and Max was there. Max was attentive, and it's not. This is behind the scenes, folks. This isn't like in front with with cameras and stuff. Sure, this is where you see where people truly, mm-hmm. you know, are and and what kind of a person they they yeah. tend to be. And Max is when it's not a PR op. Exactly yeah. when there nobody is taking photos. Max was just taking care of Stan, making sure that he's comfortable, making sure he's drinking his tea, making sure that you know he's feeling okay, making sure he's got a doctor's appointment the next Monday. Right, and that he makes it there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So and Stan's Stan's hearing's going, so <laughs> he had to. We had to repeat the question a couple times, but. No big yeah. deal. The guy's 95 years old, for God's sake. Yeah, not only that, Max would every so often call me and be like, hey, are you going to this con? I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, well, um, he'd call me to warn me about certain people. Like, hey, watch out for this guy. They, you know, These guys are known for screwing people. Yeah. Just be careful. I'm like, he didn't have to tell me that. Who the hell am I? No, Max liked you. 
I know but, he and, did, but he didn't have to do that. No, he doesn't. Max is a good he, guy. He is a really good guy. So, so, and I think that all this stuff is unfounded. And this also goes back to like two months ago, where um, wasn't there? It, it was in the Daily Mail as well, where they were like accusing Stan of being sexually inappropriate. Yes. What a total like. That's such bullshit. There's like, and I don't know if you how heard do you about me this? too, Stan Lee. You can't. I said, how do you me too, Stan Lee? I don't know. No, <laughs> Grant is very flirty, but I've never seen him yeah. like grab anybody. No, solicited. And, and they're that. saying he walks around his house naked. Dude, I walk around my so house I. naked. I don't care. Shit, I walk around the studio naked. It's, it's my it's house. Our studio. Exactly. It's my house. I'm gonna walk around wherever yeah. the hell I want. Right. You know. And in whatever manner, I mean, granted, if I keep my, uh, you know, the my, my open, curtains yeah. open, yeah, and you're you just happen to be mowing my lawn, you're gonna get an eyeball. <laughs> hey, David, someone wanted to come here and like, hey, I want to do a podcast called All Nude Podcasting, where we podcast naked. Would you let him do uh, it? We'd probably have to put towels down. <laughs> okay, you would. Or, you would no, they, <laughs> would you uh, supply the towels, or would you make them do it? I'd make them do it because you know. And, and take have, them have to be responsible for their own towels. Yeah, sure. take them away with you too. Oh, yeah. Like you sense. don't do enough around here, like free beer, or free booze. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think we've ba- got all the basics yeah, covered. Get them their own, <laughs> or, or you got paper towels out there. Right. Yeah, right? you provide and, a, a feces-free bathroom. Like, exactly. What more can you do? <laughs> well, Seriously. that's not something that uh, a shared universe podcast studio can promise. But hey, Except you're at the- podcast Detroit. You get a feces-free bathroom. Who knew that Detroit would be cleaner than New Jersey? Uh, a lot of people. Everybody. Yeah, Everybody. <laughs> yeah I, I think it's in the Constitution. Yeah, I guess it is. So, you know, I just wanted to put my two cents in well, about uh, And my two cents as well. Max, we're behind you. We yeah. feel bad about this. It's – and unfortunately, I don't know Stan's daughter, and I doubt – it doesn't sound like they're terribly close. No, these are very odd moves, though. Because she would have stepped in 15 years ago when sure. Stan needed the help. Right. And I'm sure she think. had her own life. I'm sure she had her own life, and Stan probably raised her to be, like, an independent thinking woman. And, well, here's the thing. Now, you know, well, he's 95, and the end is I, hopefully not for, for, you know, some more time. Right. But she's like, all right, now i got to get rid of the competition. Yeah, well, the story is, and, you know, like. of course, this is a story. This is from the Daily Mail probably as well, but Pilot the story is uh, she's never had a job, and she's blown through money right now. That's the story. Believe it or not. Wow. Like, so the Daily Mail screws Max over and now is trying to oh, screw over. Oh, Daily Mail make, makes their business of screwing everyone over. It's an equal Oh, so, okay, good. Yeah. So they're screwing everybody. That's good for them. Yeah. Chunks of shit. Yeah. <laughs> On the floor of our bathroom. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You, you, actually, I would rather step in a pile of shit in Shared, shared Universe Podcast Studios bathrooms okay. than read the, the Daily Mail. Okay. But you already read the Daily Mail. I did, but still. Yeah, because you saw the sensationalized story. I did. All right. Well, Max, if you're listening to this, we stand behind you. And this all kind of not it kind of came to a head yesterday, where Kevin put out a tweet yesterday. He's like, "Hey, Stan, I've tried all the numbers I have for you. Um, I can't reach you. Is everything okay? Uh, can we podcast soon? Like, can we hang out soon? Contact me." And I don't think he has because he can't because hmm. wow. his phone's been taken away from him. And yeah, that seems a little sketchy. Yeah, so I'm just I'm worried, Mike. Yeah, I I don't blame you. And you know what? Uh, he's not going to get the care that he got with Max. No, absolutely not. Uh, no, we've seen it. And you know what? I, I'm I feel bad for his daughter, but not so bad that 
at the expense of stands. Uh, I think no. it's it's very sketchy. Yeah. All right. Anyways, all right. Now, now into more uplifting news, or maybe not. Jenna, <laughs> um, uh, are you familiar with uh, ride sharing? Uber, Lyft. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, you've used it before. Oh yeah. Okay, uh, Mike, you don't drink, but have you used it while you know tipsy and inebriated, maybe perhaps drunk. Oh, oh yeah. yeah it's a safe way to get home. Right? I'm declaring. I'm declaring them as a dependent on my taxes right. this year. Yeah. Oh, good deal. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, it's, see, business expense. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah electronic- Thank you. Another thing I'm stealing. <laughs> electronic receipts, man. It's great. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so I just read a story uh, lately where there was a there was a kid. He was in he was in Maryland partying with some friends, and you know he got drunk and you know he, he didn't want to didn't want to drive back, wanted to be safe, so he Ubered home. The problem was he wasn't from Maryland, Mike. He was from New Jersey, and he Ubered home to New Jersey. Smart. You know I guess he was he was drunk, so probably just thought to put his home address in, or maybe his finger slipped or something. I think he's from like Manalapan or something. So that's a good three, four hour drive. Yeah. From there. So he got in the Uber, he passed out, and he woke up 15 minutes away from his house in New Jersey. And he was like, why the hell are we, why does that say exit 109 on the Garden State Parkway? It'd be 120, but yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, what the hell's going on? And yeah, he had Ubered all the way home from Maryland to New Jersey. And the bill came out to, I believe, $1,600. <laughs> wow. And he, call, he contacted Uber, he was like, listen, I was, not in the right mind. Can I get these charges reversed? And they're like, no. Fuck no. Actually, yeah. that that would be my official corporate response. Sure. Fuck no. On on Uber letterhead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. It's an easy mistake to make. Um, I myself was. I think I was at a bar in Denver, <laughs> and he Ubered back to New Jersey. <laughs> and I was joking around with a friend. Uh, we were like, we're where you know where do you, where's a place? I think I asked her, and you know, tips. I was like, where's yeah. a town that you've never been to that you've always wanted to go to? And I think she's at Austin. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I, and we were like, we should go now. I wonder how much an Uber would cost. And I punched it in. And I must have hit. Summon Uber, yeah. Summon. So it's like it's like a genie. You rub the lamp three exactly. times and it comes in. You just in. rub your yeah. phone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I put the phone back in my pocket. Luckily, I took it out about three minutes later. And I'm like, why is there a car coming? And why? I was like, Wait, Austin, what the fuck? Austin, Texas, wow. Luckily, I was able to cancel it, cancel it in time. And the dude was like, damn, I've always wanted to see Austin. Yeah, especially with somebody else paying for yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think it was going to be like a $900 trip or it something. It does. It's, it seems like that like that story happens about once every six months. Yeah. I mean, my favorite one was still uh, the kid that went to the Final Four uh, down in Georgia. Yes. And he was from uh, Illinois, uh, just outside of Chicago. Same thing, got drunk, yet he had a passed out punched his uh, home address in instead of his hotel address okay. and woke up pulling into Illinois. And, was like, and he had to play in like what? 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, luckily, yeah. Luckily not one of the players. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, just a fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, I guess there, there's a bright side to this story, Mike, where uh, there's a company up in Jersey called Eat Clean Bro. They make like healthy meals that they that okay. for like CrossFitters and shit and they deliver it. They were like, wow, this, we, we applaud this kid. He was being responsible. He was you know, not putting his life or en- endangering any other lives. We're going to pay this bill. And they put up they – up, they're, they're paying the bill for him. Yeah. Now, it's publicity, it's sure. Just say cheap PR at the end of the day, sure. 1600 bucks for yeah, that much PR. Bad. Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah. But, you know, the, has a kid learned a lesson, Mike? No. Well, because no, I mean, somebody else just paid the tax. No, seriously. He's like, all right, cool. Gee, where else do I want to go? Yeah. But I almost went to Austin, Mike. So 
Well, I, I can, doubt E-Clean e, e clean Bro would pick up you that tab now. Bro's picking up that so. tab. Yeah, because no. they're like, fuck you, you're on TV. Like, we're not paying for your shit. All I know is a shared universe accountant's going, why the fuck is there a $900 Uber <laughs> thing from Denver to Austin, Texas? Yeah. What's going on? It would have been more because I would have had to fly back. Yeah, true. So. Well, you would have... You would have lost an entire day of yeah. signing at a con. So, Plus, right. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you ever put in like destinations to see how much they'll cost on Uber? You never no. play around with that? No. All right. Well, now, I mean, I now I'm going to. <laughs> and no, I'm probably I, I feel like it's a, yeah. I yeah. just want to know the driver's like, oh, oh shit, look at this. I can make, they make 80%, I think. So I can make, you know, 700 bucks or whatever. I'm sure he could, but he's also like, but then he's I, trapped in Austin. Yeah. There's and no such thing as being trapped in Austin. Well, n- what Austin's if it's one of the greatest cities in the oh, world? Oh, it's a lot of fun, but he's still in Austin. He's in Austin, and he's got to get back to Denver. Right. Hey, you mentioned that phone call. Hi, hi, honey. I'm yeah. I'm I'm in Austin. I made seven hundred dollars. Yeah, but hey, it was it was an Uber fare. I swear to God. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I pull so much wacky shit that my wife would be like, "Oh, all right, now, oh you, <laughs> yeah." Who's oh, this? Oh, Ming. <laughs> yeah, there was the other time where uh, I, I had to drop something off to Kevin. He was taking a private plane from New Jersey back to Los Angeles. This was during Cop Out, when he directed Cop Out. Okay. They'd flown him out to do press, and they were flying him back private. Uh, I had to grab some stuff from the office. It was probably weed, because you can smoke <laughs> weed on private planes, I think. You can do whatever the hell you want on private planes. I dropped planes. off at the airplane, and he was about to board. He was like, hey, Ming, you want a free trip to L.A.? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we're going. Like, you hop on. Like, you gotta find your way back, your own way back. But you could go. And I thought about it for I, a second. Okay. Yeah, and I, I I'm surprised that. you didn't go. I, I imagine this is before I was. This is when I was less adventurous, I guess. I, I actually had work to do too, for him. Yeah, it was cop out. So yeah, I actually okay. had stuff to do for him that day. So I had to go back to the office and actually this get is, work done. This is pre comic book men. So right. yeah. So I had no laptop. I had no way to get this work done. But I imagine the phone call at the other end. It's like, honey, I'm I'm in LA. I won't be home for dinner, just or, or breakfast or breakfast or, or or dinner. Yeah, had it been had it been now or breakfast I, again. Had it been now, I probably would have taken the ride. Oh, you would have. Oh my God, you would have rented a car and probably taken some Uber fares back <laughs> with you. Yeah, well, you know, free private one way trip to yeah, LA from Newark. Why not, man? Why not? So there's there's something to be said about adventure, everybody. So have experiences, not things. I've yeah. actually um, there were times back in my drinking days when I would end up places that I'm like, holy crap! Uh, I palm trees? What the hell? Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, you, you ever woke up on a golf course or anything like that? Oh yeah, like, oh my Darko? god! Yeah, oh, <laughs> I've, I've golf courses. Uh, Where's the weirdest place you ever woke up? In the bathtub in this. Girls, this woman's house, who was still living with her parents, and her father was standing over me. And I was like, <laughs> what? "Hi, how you doing? How do you yeah. think you ended up there?" I met her at a bar, okay. and that's <laughs> I. For some reason, I was in her bathtub. So it was that's so Jack Tripper Three's Company. It's not even funny. <laughs> I, I, my, my my life did turn out to be. It, yeah, we. It wasn't even a party at their house. We were at a bar. And we ended up there. So yeah, her her father, who was like sixty three, like standing over. Did he have like, a gun in his hand? No, he he was in his bathrobe. Just the steely look look of judgmental yes. of judgment. <laughs> uh, bathrobe and holding a cup of coffee. Going, I gotta take a shower. I'm like, 
I gotta get the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> so Any pull- idea where I am, sir? <laughs> so, you, so you pulled up your pants and left? I did. But I, I pretty much got dressed and, and okay. left. So I'm like, all right. Thank you for your hospitality, sir. Yes, exactly. Sorry for being asleep and don't mind the nudity. <laughs> Were your pants down? My pants. Uh, my entire my entire clothing was off. The the ensemble was a mess. All right. And mm-hmm. did you sue Three's Company for taking? Or was this after Three's Company had come out? Oh my god. Ming, Three's Company came out in 1970s. I was, I'm like, I how think old I was do like, you think he is? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you think? I was drinking at eight and going to bars? I Come don't on. Know. No, well, I mean, yes, but no. No, I have no it didn't clue. Happen. Oh, yeah. No, that was weird. There were a couple others that I really can't talk about you on ever, the. You ever woke up in your neighbor's kid's bed? No. Okay, like Robert Downey Jr.? No, not like that. It worked, yeah. out, it worked out for him? It worked out great for him. It's freaking that, Iron Man, dude. I know. You should try it. What about Margot Kidder? I mean, she's not Iron Man. She had some really wacky stories. Yeah, I feel like it's 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 all a matter of perception. Like you know, as everybody everybody gives you know gave Robert Downey Jr. a whole bunch of pay. He was like, ah, yeah, Bobby, come on, yeah, he's a good. We're guy. rooting for yeah, you. Problem, yeah. but you know, Margot Kidder, like, Margot Kidder and Lindsay Lohan, bah. Well, <laughs> I mean, Lindsay Lohan, that's like, nah. But Margot Kidder, it's like, wow, she's she's spawn of the devil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just saw our friend Justin Neport just jumped on. So nice. Uh, I wanted to do this anyways, but now that he's watching, we're going to Fantasticon this weekend, everybody. Oh, yes, we are. Yes, Fantasticon Toledo. We are this weekend, March tenth and eleventh, at the Seagate Convention Center in the, in the beautiful Glass City, Mike. You know why they call it the Glass City? Duh. They make a lot of glass there. That's good. Yeah, Mike just wants hot dogs, though. He's really <laughs> Tony Tony Pacos. Yeah, hey, guess what? Uh-huh. Steve Davidson is watching, and uh, Steve Davidson is our buddy. Get him, shouldn't get him. He should be fucking working. Should you be should working? be doing shit. Get yeah. him. Holy crap! Don't get off the. Oh man. Yeah. Are you excited for this weekend? Uh, we went to Fantasticon in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, in November of 2015. Had a blast. One of the best things that happened was we met you guys. Yeah, yeah that was great. Yeah, who knew? We didn't know there were going to be other podcasters yeah. there. We thought it was, you know, just a, a well, and that con. was and that was the first con we got a booth at. That's all because we wanted to start experimenting and seeing what was <laughs> happening leading up to Motor City. It didn't look like your first booth. You guys had like overlays. You had like a have freaking. You, have you met me? No, well, I, I, I have. I, you don't. You, yeah, you don't yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, I no. If we're gonna do around. it, we're gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I love about you. Yeah, me. I'm like, eh. We'll just we'll. You know, we'll get some iron-ons from, like, the, the Epson iron-ons. We'll make T-shirts like that. Like, the, the real ones that, like, I crack those, and yep. everything. Yeah, we were, um, we bought out Spencer's stock. So, we're, and we got that big old iron press. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, but we were, we were pretty impressed by your setup. We were like, hey, podcast Detroit, eh? Well, and, uh, you know, and, and you did. Uh, you you publicly shamed me in, into making our four-top a six-top setup. Oh yeah! So I went ahead and I got the XLR extender for the, I did. For the Zoom. I so, did yeah. for uh, anybody who <laughs> podcasts with a Zoom H6. And why would you not? You're not a real podcaster unless you have a Zoom H6 or an H5 or an it, H4. It completely N. replaces a board. It's wonderful. It comes with a capsule called the uh, EXH6, which ex- which gives you uh, six inputs instead of four. Yep. Hey, you need to know this shit, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I am actually supposed Yo, to be a sound ass, engineer. wake up. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I'm, yeah. I'm awake. But, right. Yeah, Dave was like, why would you need so many? I'm like, well, what if you, you, have, you need a mobile setup, say, at a bar or something? So like, we bring a four six. top. You need more than four, we bring a board. Yeah. Why are you going to bring a board to a bar? Yeah. Damn it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More chance for people to spill shit on. Yeah. yeah. And, and we just tested. We just did a live remote. Nice. Uh 
Wednesday night down at Detroit City Distillery with uh, our Man Cave Happy Hour show guys. Um, had a blast. Yeah. Went, had all six mics rolling. Life was good. Yeah, sounds great too. Oh, so. it really, really does. But yeah, so yeah, fantastic. On yeah, Mount Clemens was where we met, and then yeah, uh, I had a great time. I had a great weekend. Oh God, yeah. And that that dude, the waitresses and the owner of that bar oh still God. at like still talk well, to us. What is called little Woody's? Dickweeds? Dickweeds. 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 Okay, I knew it has. And Dick the owner's name was Woody. Richard Weeds. Yes, we made I him, remember. Yeah, I made him show you, us his ID. You guys were uh, telling me the story of Dickweeds. Yeah, yeah, we, we're we still made friends lifelong with them. friends there. I oh, made, yes, I made friends did. with the patrons who I'm still <laughs> yeah. friends with, uh, and Dora Fields. If you're still listening. Yep. If you listen at all, that's all right. Yeah. So then, we're and still then friends. Toledo uh, last year was an absolute blast. Uh, yeah. Tell me about this <laughs> karaoke thing tomorrow night. So this. So for those, if anybody's familiar with podcast Detroit at all, you know we have wrestling belts. Uh, we have our, our our men's heavyweight championship division belt, and we have our women's division belt. Um, and it comes from this con last year. Uh, there's a lot of drunken karaoke that happens uh, that gets taken very, very seriously. Like like real pro wrestling right. refs come in. Yeah, they're, um, they're as in judges. uniform. Mike. That's awesome. It's n- nowhere near Ming Chen's white folky karaoke, but it's that was like, an event that, awesome. that, that yeah. made, It was making Mike's white folky karaoke, <laughs> just to be safe. It was a thing that Mike had come up with where you had to sing like a song with soul. Oh, nice. Followed up with like the whitest song that Yeah, that you something from of. the Carpenters, perhaps. So we did Eddie Murphy's Party All the Time. And then I don't know what what we did probably. Like, on, uh, no, it wasn't on remember? the wings of love, but it was. Uh, oh, it was. I'm sure it was a prom standard. Uh, sure, <laughs> I forget. Of course, yeah. Right, yeah. like Bonnie, dance, yeah. everyone. It was like Bonnie Raitt's "I Can't Make You Love Me" or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> or summer was, to loving. Oh, uh, yeah, you, you, know, you got to go. Yeah. You got to go with a duet. It was pretty fun. As the night progressed, people kind of chose one or the other. So uh, Brian Quinn. Jumped up and he did Islands in the Stream. I think he did. Nice. Oh, that somebody, was great. Yes, which I have somewhere still. I have but a it, recording somewhere. But it is. I mean, it's it's a great. I mean, number one. I mean, it's it, it was a great con from the standpoint of all the vendors and those kind of folks that are there. I mean, it's a great mix of you know people we see at other cons and people that only hit that con. Yeah. Um, or hit other ones that we don't go to. Um, but yeah, I mean, the after parties are just a blast. <laughs> I mean, Toledo has so and our our mo uh, is basically we get to a new city, we open up Yelp, uh, we search. On dive bars, sort by oh, lowest nice. rated, and that's where we go. Uh, and so I want to find the rudest waitress no, but, in any bar. That's, but what, here's I, the worst that's what I really want. Yeah. We go, and then we're like, "Who the hell gave this place one star? What's wrong with yeah. you?" It's it, like it's it's just the quiet little bar. It's some dude from the Bible Belt. It's like those sinners are yeah, gonna some yeah, asshole yeah. that came in looking for an apple martini. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. oh I'm sorry, it's an apple tea. Apple tini, sorry, yeah, an apple martini. So wait, what have you hit on in Toledo? I hit a couple of them. One's called like Coxley's. The other one's called the uh, Duck. We were the there, duck. Uh, d- duck something or other, and yeah. then I, the one I distinctly remember because uh, we were walking back to the hotel, okay. and Bob was uh, Bob. He was drunk, um, and as we're walking Shocking. back, he goes, "Oh, he sees the place. He's like, we gotta go there." I'm like, Bob, go where? He's like, "There's a place called Cock and Balls." And I look over and I'm like, Bob, it's the Cock and Bull. He's like, "Nah, it's Cock and Balls. We're going." Yeah. Well, I closed my eyes just then, and it's, I thought it was, I thought Bob was in the room. Yeah, my friend Bob, Bob. Feel. You got off the plane. Quick. He, is, he, yeah. is, he is a he is a lumbering force of nature. That he, man. Is, he for truly, sure. truly. Oh yeah, Are you kidding? I, and he wears the most spectacular suits. He does. Yes, and he drinks like Andre the Giant. <laughs> he really does. Or, yeah. or like you, Ming. Although apparently he was put under the table, uh, so he was out of town for work. Yes. Uh, and I guess a uh, one of the one of the new guys from Toronto was there, and he oh. said, "He said, honest with you, I have no idea what happened." I woke up this morning in my hotel room, fully clothed, TV blaring, 
ice cream wrappers everywhere. Oh, I okay. have no idea what happened. Good night. Wow. <laughs> what kind of sandwiches? Ice cream I, I, sandwiches? It, it, oh. just, apparently there was a variety. Okay, nice. He, he bought a... a <laughs> he, he, he bought a multi-pack. He bought the, <laughs> yeah, he bought the, the children's fest. It's better than adult diaper wrappers. Or, this is true. Or even condom wrappers, I guess. Right, so yeah, with absolutely no knowledge of what happened. If there's no so, yeah. female in the room, yeah, they, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then it's an out. You're safe. Yeah, just to bunch of like enema bags and <laughs> and porn was, what the hell are these fireworks doing I, uh, there? where is this karaoke fest uh, it's in the hotel bar it is um, um, open and, to and the they, public and they take it they take it just as seriously okay. like they they bring out a really nice setup um throw out a bunch of i mean honestly a it's a great bar b okay. they really take care of people a lot of great drink specials the bartenders are awesome um should be a really good time okay, and yeah at, it's totally open to the public starts at nine i believe Ish. so yes okay and at tomorrow night saturday right. night okay yeah, cool yeah. all right Tonight will just be random staggering to dive bars and We're around. We're there. We, yeah. we have an uh, engagement with the Toledo Walleye prior. Nice. That starts at 7.15. The hockey okay. team. Beautiful. They're an ECHL team, Mike, who, who loves us. I know. And we were trying to we – ang- I, I asked to see if we could do the puck drop. And a fellow guest of the con has already done that. Boo. Or is committed to that. We could push him out of the way. No. Just run out on the ice, knock him away. Body check, man. It's hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then we don't get our our style. He's kind of um, <laughs> he he does MMA in the, in his off time. So yeah, I'm not so, doing that. Yeah, I'll throw not. Ming at him. Oh yeah, so yeah, apparently there's an MMA or a thing going on down there as well because in our yeah like our, a fight. Yeah, I mean our bo- our boxing show, the undercard, uh, is down because he no hit way. me up and he was like, "Hey, you're at you're in Toledo this weekend." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Are you staying at the park in?" Yeah. He's like, so are we. Why? He's like, oh, we're doing an event, and like he's like he writes for a couple national boxing mm-hmm. magazines and that kind of stuff, um, and they provide ring the ring girls to all the different shows in the area. That doesn't sound like a, a no. That sounds like uh, hey yeah. bellhop, get over here. You know that's that's cheesy motel uh, bell. That's not a boxing um, but yeah. So apparently there's there's a fight or something going on down there this weekend that he's he's a part of. Oh man, all right. Shoot, well, I don't think I can't imagine we hit all three, but. I would love to see some. We don't know if, Brad, if Brad's involved. I'm pretty sure I can find out when and probably. I would love get to see out. some down and dirty Toledo MMA man. Can probably make pretty, that happen. I'll find out. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> so come see us, Fantasticon, uh, Fantasticon.net for tickets. They're super cheap. One day passes eight fifty. Yeah. Well, that's the nice wow. Yeah, that's they run affordable. a con and they're not trying to gouge people, which it's is unheard great. Heard of. And two day passes like twelve bucks. Yep. I love that. I yeah. love. I love affordable. And you go in there. I mean, it's it's not the same as going to the uh, Gibraltar Center, right? Where you, where you can get the multi pass. You can go to the comic book show and the gun show and the gun show. Yes, and, and, and you can go buy some uh, hot donuts and leather jackets, and or get your hair cut, or find some furniture and get some bootleg DVDs. Get some bootleg DVDs, yeah, yeah. or VHS tapes. They had those. Oh, they oh, did. Yeah. They, have vid- they have video games. Too. I remember, remember that there's a there's one guy who had toys and video game consoles. Yep, yep. Like, stacked, stacked up. up to the I mean, ceiling. it was like. Forty feet up. Yeah, I was like, was, "Holy crap!" That guy was awesome. Imagine he was really that cool. guy when that place closed. Oh, like, man. like when I think, I think of like there was a guy that worked uh, at a company I worked for, and he had his entire cube was like everywhere was action figures, mm-hmm. and he had he had them up on the walls. He had them everywhere, and I remember the day they let that guy go, and he but, had like. Three boxes just of like his stuff that he had to carry out <laughs> oh, to his car. Maybe that's the guy at the Gibraltar. See, like imagine that, like when that place shut down. Imagine what that guy had to do with right. all that crap. You know what? <laughs> I, I imagine that the guy at the Gibraltar when he, they announced that he had to get his shit out of there, he looked like the Rancor keeper. <laughs> oh yeah. 
That was him. Crying like that was him. Like, where am I gonna put this shit? <laughs> or you know, Richard Gere. Obviously, I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think happened to that guy though? The guy at the trade center with the the video games and toys piled up to the ceiling. He's he's got the he U-Haul. Some... He's got the thirty foot truck right. filled with Star Wars toys and nowhere to sell them. Just outside his house. So no, actually, driveway. no, no. I, I see him doing seventy and running into an abutment. That's <laughs> that's what I see. What, what I'm going out and I'm taking Jar Jar with me. What do you mean nowhere to sell them? If only there were a place where, say, online, you could sell them to other people around the world. I Only don't. This th- thing existed. Do you not think that he <laughs> was putting those things online and selling them at I the don't, Gibraltar? No, I don't. Well, I guess so, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. Just based on the conversations <laughs> I've been walking around, I I don't think they were the, the, that savvy. The, the, the technically no, savvy. Yeah, see, that's what really, I was thinking. Yeah. He was so old school. That was like internet. What the hell's the internet? Well, then guess what? It's not like he's gonna learn after they. Right. Hey, let's shut down the Gibraltar right. and get your Star Wars shit out of there. It's like, I got nowhere to go. <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. It was such good stuff, though. <laughs> I remember looking at it like, yeah, G.I. Joe, like in box, like Transformers. He did. It's like, get, <laughs> get the U Haul out here, mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, oh, I saw shit. he had uh, NES and Super Nintendo games. This is before they skyrocketed in value right. lately, you know, like the, like, well, I told him, I invited him to send me his information and be on Comic Book right. Man. I said, there's some stuff in here that we'd love to see. Right. And nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Yep. You think that guy exactly. leaves, well, he does now, but you think that guy left the Gibraltar Trade Center? No, he probably slept I think like he might have lived there. He probably made it like, yeah, like a little cave. Like, in a, like instead of a blanket fort, it was a video game fort. When they forced him out, he looked like those kids running out of um, Temple, of, <laughs> Temple of Doom. Like, ah! Ah! Light for the first time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His skin actually burns and blisters. I, uh, I have an update here from Podcast Detroit. Uh, just landed. See you clowns in a few. Woo! Bob Walton spiel, everybody. The Bob, Bob doesn't know. Speaking of uh, not technically savvy, uh, Bob doesn't know how to comment as himself. Fantastic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. We knew it was you, dude. We knew it was you. And uh, Bob is the other co-conspirator here at Podcast oh. Detroit. Yes. Did I say Ooh, I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Good uh, to see Bob. I haven't seen Bob in a year since we were at um, Motor City. Motor City. It was almost two years ago, bro. That Holy was, crap. That was May 2016. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, they I, they haven't invited us back yet, Mike. Yeah, what I the know, hell, man? They're smart. It's my hometown. No, they're not. Uh, well, yeah, actually, they're not smart because we we, uh, we, we did well. We had fun. And we had, a, we had a blast. We did have a blast. Leah Thompson, man. Oh, Leah, Leah Thompson was next she to was us. That was like and her the, daughter, like, did she clone herself? I yes. know her daughter looks just like her. Like, every bit is, is yeah. gorgeous and awesome. Yeah. Get your mind out of it. She's It's Leah Thompson, she's man. 18. Leah Thompson. So, so were that, you know, Leah, Leah Thompson's 50, for God's Wait, sake. Wait, she's 18, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, oh, and I want to talk about this. What do you got? The, um, the Olsen twins. Okay. Uh, I showed you a picture today. You did, and how do they look? They look like they usually look, uh, like they're homeless. Like Skeletor, couple, yeah, <laughs> homeless chicks, yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I've never understood the, the fascination. No, no, that's something that and that boggles my mind. Oh, I mean, like there were countdown clocks on the yeah. internet. When they're going to turn legal. eighteen? Yeah. yeah, it's and like never got it. Like any dude had a chance. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's got like a you know countdown clock because most of them are like sixty anyway. <laughs> and one of them is John Stamos. I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, I or I mean, Dave. Well, what's I his mean, name? Dave Goulier. Goulier. Yeah. Goulier. 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 Well, Mike, just because you don't get it doesn't mean other people do get it. Wait, no, what did he say? I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, not me. Let's, Red, hey, we'll talk amongst Red, ourselves Red, while he gets that one I know one you out. don't get it. No, I don't understand that who, whole thing because... I don't get it either. I'm, I'll, it's, I'll, okay, yeah. Oh, is that what you meant? Okay, yes. good. I like it. That is it. what I meant, yes. Good man. Because it's... There are these two kids who are on this really shitty TV show. I mean, it was popular, don't get me wrong, but I mean... Eh. Go back I mean, and so and was the McDLT. Exactly. <laughs> that was, and... <laughs> I the never, McRib keeps coming back. The, but the McRib I can get behind. The, See, the DLT, not so that much. One's good. Ribs have bones. Uh, I don't know what it's. It's the Mc something pressed meat. I have I don't. no problem with not having bones in my rib witch. Because <laughs> it sort of looks like it's got a bone in there. It does. Well, yeah, they press it in yeah. such a manner that it looks like it should. So And, and you're like, you're waiting for the crunch. And yeah. it doesn't come. And you're like, ah. It's so, like when you, if you, keep, ever, keep talking. I can let somebody in. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you ever, oh, if sure, you ever drink you a Roush beer. Yeah, it's it's a it's a smoke beer, and so like you pop the top, and you're like, "Hey, that that's ribs. I'm about to eat ribs." But then you're like, "Wait, no, that's beer. No, wait, no, but I smell ribs." But you get the same. But I get. But it's beer. You get the same feeling when you open up a bo- uh, bag of barbecue chips. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Oh, ribs," and yeah. you get crunch. Yeah. But you, I mean, you don't want crunch when you're eating ribs. Yeah, no. So gets awkward. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, you you feel like you know half a dog. Yeah. No, I mean, and there is nothing that makes you feel more like a carnivore than just eating meat right off the bone. So, exactly. Yeah. And on a bun. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. It's a good thing. So, okay, so yeah. no, an Olsen twins, no, off the table. But I, their pictures, I showed you. Uh, there they was they look thing. homeless, yes. Yeah, they're doing this whole Wiccan thing. They're, give, they're selling Wiccan uh, accoutrement. Where you can get like your own. Are they cauldron. wicked like like Brian Johnson's mom? Don't they already have like a know. bajillion dollars? Yeah, what are they, they do, do this got... for? I don't know because they're just live in obscurity and live right. your life. I don't know because they need they need to have a, more fat a taken out of their one. bodies. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. They can't do it. Yeah, take some of that money, eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, I would love to watch. <laughs> seriously, just I would love to watch you gain a pound. Come on in. Hello, Becktown. How are you, Mike? This is Becky. Hi. Becky, Mike. Hi, Becky. Nice to Becky, meet you. a.k.a. Bex, a.k.a. Becktown. Hey, how are you? And Dave, you remember Becky. Who could forget? Like, from like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. This is Becky, sit everybody. Sit wherever you'd like. You're, uh, you're on Candid Camera. Belly up. Sit wherever yeah. you want. <laughs> Becky had a fun night last night. Which, no, uh, two nights ago. Two nights ago. She's still paying the Still price. recovering? Tuesday night. Wow. Tuesday night. Three nights ago. Yeah. Wow. Hangovers, man. Yeah, here, please feel free to please feel free to join in if you'd like. We're talking about the vileness of the Olsen twins. Ooh. Yeah, are you are you a fan? Um, a fan, no, but familiar. You yeah. can uh, you can pull that mic. I mean, back yeah, actually, I'm sure one of them was a familiar. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll move my window so everybody can see you. I'll just block. Oh, no, it's okay. You can block me. I'll I don't just, care. No, I'll block Dave here. No, I'm block, good. I'll block myself here. All right. There so we they're they're going to want to see her more than me anyway. I get it. I, uh, <laughs> pretty much. I believe so. Uh, I understand how internet video works. Yeah, Becky's going to be on next. Uh, and, Mike, I'd like you to chime in on the next podcast as well. This is horror, horror tales from the service industry. Oh, my God. Yeah, just little. Former yeah, we chef. Gotta, we got to get okay. that wrong. You got it. You got from the kitchen perspective. And I used to. Um, front of the house, too? Uh, I did some front of the house work. Oh my god, I hate people. 
Yeah. And, gave and, and it's, I, I think I, there was one time when I was a really nice and sweet person. Me too. And then I started bartending. <laughs> and, and what happened, people? Becky? <laughs> That'll do it. I, I oh, just bartending. became so quickly jaded. Mike, did you ever bartend? Uh, or even fill in? Once. And what happened? <laughs> Uh, they didn't invite me back. Oh, you made you're I, like oh, oh. their inventory was completely skewed the next day. It's like, how did we go through two I know. bottles I was like, of this? Mike, it's called the one second pour. You know what that means? <laughs> one second. Well, uh, one, no, for, one, one, one for one for them. <laughs> just one second. I'm, yeah, I'm one, second. One, second. <laughs> one second. One second. One <laughs> second. Mike, you're not. He's up. Yeah, Mike, you're not working at a gay bar. You do regular pours. Long. <laughs> are you kidding? No, 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 no. How do, how do you know what bar I'm working at, Dan? I don't know. That's why I love gay bars. The long pours, man. Shout out to the Soho House in Ferndale, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big shout out. Big shout out. Is that so. the only gay bar you've ever been to? No, not at all. I actually worked at a place called Looking for <laughs> Monkey Hill. Oh, it was, that sounds fun. <laughs> it was a seasonal place. It was uh, on the, the back deck of a respectable Italian restaurant and uh, it was the not inside, respectable no, the inside <laughs> of the, the respect <laughs> is left at the door the inside uh, the bar area was called the bunker because it had no no access to outside light okay. and it was all uh, gay dudes would go in there and gay women Somehow. too oh sure so yeah. it was it was a gay hangout and we would all hang out after our uh, shifts one guy, there was one guy, his name was, we used to call him Captain Ron, because um, he looked like um, the Captain Morgan. Dude, he, yeah. He, sure. he looked just like the right. pirate from Captain Morgan. And he was married to, oh my God, what, he was married to, a, it wasn't a DuPont, it was... Uh, oh, one of the, uh, one, he was one an of, heir. Yeah, well, he, his wife was an heir. Okay. And, uh, but he was as, as so gay as dad's look- old hat band. <laughs> And, and he, yeah, he did. Trust me, he he wore the the pirate shirts and everything. Oh, not the puffy shirt. Yeah, and one Tuesday it was really, really dead, and it was my day off. And this is what sucks. So he goes into the the bunker and he says to everybody there, he's like, and he talked like this. Hello, everyone. This yes, this is lovely. And. Um, so he goes in. He's like, "This place is Deadsville. Let's all go to Atlantic City." And they're all like, "Yeah, Ron, that's great." He's like, "No, I'll I'll call a, a limo, and I'll stake you each two thousand dollars." How does that sound? So everybody that was in the bar, there were right. five of them, and there were all people who. There was one guy who didn't work there, and four of them who <laughs> was working there. Right. They all went down to Atlantic City on this dude's dime in a limo. And I, I stopped in half an hour after they all left. Oh, nice. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And where's the, everybody? Yeah, I'm like, uh, the owner, John, he didn't go. And I'm like, hey, John, where's everybody? He's like, uh, Captain Ron took AC. him down. Yeah, AC. And, you know, gave him each two grand. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's kind of how most of my stories go like there's a really cool build up and it would have been really awesome oh, but if you were there I missed it yeah Mike that's a minutes. great story would have been great on <laughs> right? the next fucking podcast thank yeah, you yeah I'm telling you well I, oh you kidding you got that's, more that's the least of my right. stories buddy that's the teaser man yes right. that's the- <laughs> oh my god yes yeah yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, before we go, I want to give a shout out to a local legend, if I may. Uh, I there's a podcast out there called Love and Radio, and um, I heard about this dude in um, downtown Detroit who owned a rundown house there, and he used to run a strip club out of his basement. Called himself Jay Thunderbolt, and 
if you wanted to go over, you would call him, and he would get some ladies over there, and then uh, you could go over and and uh, you know have, watch mm-hmm. watch strippers over there in his basement. It was like dirty shag carpet. Oh, I could imagine it was all dirty. Everything about it was dirty. Yeah, no black lights. Yeah, and the pricing. <laughs> no. The pricing went uh, ten dollars panties on, twenty dollars panties off, oh and he had an God. old little boombox, <laughs> and I think he had like an old. Like Apple IIe computer, whatever, uh, with a slideshow of the ladies that he had in the stable. And then, like, if you went upstairs by the bathroom, he would have, like, pictures of all his ladies in a frame or something. It was really weird. Uh, but uh, there's a there, – this dude <clears throat> called him out of the blue, like, flew to Detroit. He was like, hey, man, can I podcast with you? And the guy was like, do you have any money? He's like, no, I don't have any money. I just <laughs> want to podcast with you. And he was like, I'll think about it. By the way, bring some money. <laughs> and he got there, and the guy was like – did you bring money? He's like, no, I just want a podcast with you. And was like, so he let him, and instead of money, they they killed the bottle of tequila, and the guy started getting really belligerent because he didn't have any money. Uh, and he told the story. Really interesting dude, though. It's one of my favorite podcasts of all time. But that took place cool. in Detroit. I recently tried to look this guy up because I wanted to go. Maybe probably well, why not wouldn't alone. You, yeah. Probably not alone. I probably would have taken you guys. <laughs> I think. It, it, that sounds you, like a fun no, you would I you would probably to, be dead to cost a thunderbolt. But I last, did you bring money? No, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Last I heard, someone drove by his house. There were bullet holes in his front door, and like, the place was vacant. So they also didn't. So to, to Jay Thunderbolt, wherever you are, cheers. I, cheers to you. Yeah, he told his whole story though. He I got said, nothing. Uh, he, got nothing. he said he you grew up in De- Detroit, and uh, when he was ten, he got randomly <laughs> shot in the head by some thug, and and he just. He had a bad childhood, like all this stuff. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. But he had a great adulthood. I thought not getting a bike for Christmas was a bad joke. Jesus. <laughs> no, he got shot in the head this year. Yeah, look up, look up that podcast. It's really, really freaking good. I will hunt it down. Yeah, it's really amazing. So, but It's since, a banner year at the Bender House. At the Bender House. <laughs> Holy Christ. Kind of smoke up, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Shoot up, Johnny. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I think that's all I got. You got anything? Um Congratulations to Mark Hamill for getting finally. Why yes, yeah. finally. Why didn't Mark Hamill not have a star already on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I have no idea, and that I is. I think everyone just kind of assumed he did and forgot about him. Yeah, like, he just felt... overlooked it. Like, oh, oh, this guy doesn't have one. I was going to say he fell through that. the cracks. Oh, but a bunch. Yeah, we had uh, Mike and I already discussed this. Uh, we don't want stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame ever because that opens up the chance for some dude to take a dump on it. So. Dude, they're saving that I, for your bathroom now. Sure, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> I, I thought we just full circle. This guy's on fire, Bring it man. Every time. Oh, boy, dude. Every time this guy's on fire. But man. I got to tell you, Ming, I think we Every don't, freaking time. We actually narrowed it down more to we don't deserve stars well, on the Hollywood okay, Walk. there is that. Number one. And then number two. There is that. The homeless man pooping on our stars. Right. So, so on that note, everybody... Thank you very much for watching, for listening, for joining us. Thank you, Podcast Detroit. Of course. Thank you, Podcast Detroit, for, for everything we have <laughs> yeah. stolen from you. Yeah, I really wanted Mike to see this place. Though, and I am so impressed. Thank you. It's awesome, guys. Uh, you know, so he could be impressed by what you guys have built here and just for, for everything you've done. But, you know, mainly I think, you know, Mike's like, so I want a podcast studio. It was like, you know, yeah, let's. But uh, you know, let's find some. Let's do it like this. <laughs> Pretty much, that's yeah. exactly what that's he exactly said. What he's I like, said, yeah. we're gonna because uh, we'll tell our origin story some yeah. other time. But he's like, we'll do it like them. Right. Yeah. So thanks for letting me butt in for the last few minutes, guys. No, it's Becky, great. thank you, Bex. You can butt in anytime <laughs> you want, Sam. Becky. Thanks. All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, I don't even know if you guys have a title for your your show yet, mm. but 
We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I think. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Thank you. How about tipping optional? Ooh. No, it's not, though. Tipping is not optional. I know, but tipping optional as your podcast, you can say that. Yeah. How about tipping's not optional, douchebag? Gratuity gratuity (laughs) included. (laughs) Yes, for parties over one. I love it. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right, cool.